I want you to fill me up and pack my bowl like Chipotle. I want to approve you before I choose you like Subway. Ask me all these questions. I want it all because all of it comes with it. Give me the banana peppers, jardinera, and even the olives. Just like my dad, I want the lettuce and the spinach. Hey, focus. I'm not finished. I'm not empty, but I need you to fill my needs. If I don't look forward to you like food, then please keep it moving for someone who's starving. I'm hungry, but have a taste. I've got time, but none to waste. I'm about to be 34 and make me question you and you're out the door. Shit's urgent. Either you got it or you don't. This isn't star search. I'm not into talent that's still emerging. Three stars, two chances, and one more minute too many that I gave you, and you still didn't win it. Fuck it. I'm too old, no. I'm too wise, too experienced for your I got beans, but no rice. You can't compete. A ghost on my page can't show up in real life. I'm steadily settling for a meal deal when all I want is that 12-inch. Survival to thrival mode. I'm done functioning like I'm in a pinch. I am on my way back to Chicago. Um, I am all for forgiveness. I am a huge believer in forgiveness. I believe that, as Maya Angelou said, you should forgive everyone for everything all the time is a huge task, but I, I believe in forgiveness. I truly believe that you can forgive, and the sooner you do it, probably the easier. You know, I have forgiven many people many times and then happily excused them out of my life with no love loss, but still the ability to keep them in my thoughts, in my prayers, and my affirmations to truly wholeheartedly, earnestly wish them the best. But to expect forgiveness and acceptance, you, you can't. You can't always expect that. Sometimes, of course, we have some relationships and family people 
we don't meet a lot of them, we don't connect with a lot of them, and so it, it's in our best interest to want to keep a relationship, or keep a friendship, what, what have you, as long as we can. But everybody has boundaries. You grow your boundaries, you strengthen your boundaries, you practice your boundaries, and you can't be mad at someone excusing you out of your out of out of their life um, but with forgiveness meaning they don't accept your behavior but there's a level of forgiveness there and there's probably still love there but yeah to, to expect forgiveness and acceptance as if the forgiveness is going to come with acceptance yeah you, you better take that up with God people want to see that you are able to change your actions, that you want to see a better you, and that you have a vested interest in building that better you, and that you are willing to do the work when no one else is looking, and when maybe no one else will benefit from it other than you. Because true love is one that wants to see you at your best, not for you to perform at your best for them. So if, if you're in a situation and you're not doing the work to heal your wounds, to parent your childhood, to build a better you, I mean, you're going to attract certain people and you can't be mad at who you attract and a little off on a tangent but still related I feel like some people learn or have learned or are just more comfortable following their instincts taking pride in their instincts taking pride and, uh, you know, maybe maybe it's them seeing themselves as connected, you know, in the earth to animals and, and considering them, you know, animalistic and animals, you know, have those instincts. And so, you know, taking pride in activating your instincts and having strong instincts and, you know, uh, having the strength that you envision of animals in, in, in survival mode. And I think we have to think about, like, what is the you know the difference between people and animals is that we're not here to just survive. I'm not saying that animals aren't out here not trying to live their best life and reach a deeper meaning. You know, I mean, we can only understand animals to the depth of of our cognitive ability. But for the most part, you know, they're activating instincts because they are at the whim of mother nature, of humans, of predators. So they're in survival mode. I don't I don't know that we need to activate instincts as much as we think we need to. We don't always have to be in survival mode. But I feel like there's an ego in the strain or an ego attached to the idea of strength that we see in using your instincts. But we're humans. 
we have instincts, we obviously can use them, but we also have intuition. Again, I'm not saying animals don't have intuition. I think we just see what we want to see. Animals definitely have intuition. But intuition is what prevents you from getting yourself into danger. You don't see all the times maybe that animals have prevented danger from coming to them, their community and their babies. You see them fighting for their life. That, that's what you know attracts us. But yeah, we have, I'm, I'm, I'm more of an intuition kind of gal, you know, like what is, what are all my senses saying? In addition to my gut and my heart, like that mushy-gushy part of our body that sends us signals that we're not exactly sure what they mean, but we know exactly when we're ignoring them. Like, what is that? Like, we all have that voice. We all have that initial action that we want to take that we may not know where it's coming from, but it's there and it's strong. And we, we learn to numb it, we learn to mute it, we learn to ignore it for the benefit of others or what have you. But like your intuition can keep you from using your instincts as much. We don't need to be in survival and stress mode. We don't need to be backed up against the wall, constantly taking pride in how well you handle pressure because it's honestly the only thing you know how to handle. When you can activate your intuition, when you can listen to that voice in your head, your gut, like your bodily responses to things to prevent you from being in a situation. And even if you don't know or think you know your intuition, you have voices in your head that you have learned, that you have grown up with. Unless you were raised by wolves, or the main character of Jungle Book, which even then, you know, you learned intuition from from being observant of animals and nature. So not even in that case would you not have intuition, but most of us have, have grown up with some kind of adult raising us. Voices in our head that we have gotten from our mom or dad or grandparents, aunt, uncles, teachers, coaches, Yes, yeah, some of those are very negative thoughts that we've learned, but not all of them. We tend to tune in and keep repeating those negative thoughts. You're stupid, you're not smart, how can you do this? But we need to also shed light and remember the advice and guidance that we've gotten from those same sources that are part of our intuition. Looking at owning a home and it's like, oh no, my mom would never buy this home. Oh, on a road trip and looking for a rest area in the middle of the night. No, 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 my dad would never want me to stop at this rest area. You know, like you don't need to always work in survival mode. Put yourself in a situation where you ignore your intuition. Now you're in a situation that your gut already told you about or, or a voice in your head already told you about. And it's like, oh, but you know, I was able to get out the jam. I use my instincts, you know, that fight, flight, or freeze. I'm alive. But, okay. I mean, great. But you don't know what your body had to go through in order to get out the jam. You don't know what trauma now you're 
body is internalizing and that you're going to pass on to your children because you got out the jam. Practice your intuition. You've got the voice in your head. We allow so many voices in our head to keep talking without a commercial break. Learn to tune in to the voices that are actually trying to guide you. Pay attention to your bodily senses. We can, we can activate the intuition before the instinct. And your intuition is going to get stronger the more you trust it. You're going to be able to be able to say to yourself, oh man, you know, yeah, I'm glad I went with that first, you know, that first answer that I thought it was going to be on the test because it was actually right. So many of us have taken tests and changed our answer from A to C to realize that A was right. It's like, dang, I was going to say that. It's like, but it doesn't matter. You didn't go with it. It doesn't matter because you didn't go with it. I was going to say that. I was going to do that. It doesn't matter. You didn't trust your intuition, and that's what matters. Your intuition will get stronger the more that you use it. Use it. You don't need to put yourself in the jam just so you can say that you're skillful at getting yourself out the jam. How skillful are you at, at preventing the jam? We're all going to be put in plenty of situations to need to activate our instincts. That's life. But to live a pattern of habits and behaviors where we are comfortable only thinking when we're in the pressure, when we're in the stress, when we need to activate instincts is, is not good in the long run. It's not good. Intuition before instincts. You can have forgiveness and you can have acceptance. You may have both. You may have neither. You may only have one. As a wrongdoer, expecting both forgiveness and acceptance is not something you have the right to do.
I get to choose what I'm going to do with you, with myself. That's it. Just a little add-on on forgiveness and acceptance and sometimes having one, sometimes having both, and sometimes having neither. I believe that when you have forgiveness and acceptance, it's a gem that's rare. It is a situation in which maybe your wrongdoing is an isolated incident and it's not a pattern. And so they can accept this moment as just a moment and they forgive you and can move on without holding it against you. Or maybe a different situation is, is occurring, but that they actually accept this behavior as a part of your personality, as something that they can work around, as something that doesn't you know, severely disrespect them or put them in any kind of detriment. Um, it's a real understanding for how you were raised or how you became the person that you are today, that they can accept this and forgive you and, and still hold the same kind of relationship with, with you. I think to have forgiveness without acceptance, it's kind of like, you know, that, that love that's there, maybe that tough love, if you want to say that. I forgive you. I understand to a certain extent. I, I probably understand to a great extent, but I also understand that I love myself more than I love anybody. And this behavior, whether it's been an isolated incident or a pattern, I can't accept it. I forgive you because forgiveness is something that I need to give to myself more than I need to give to you so that I can move on with my life. But I don't need to accept your energy anymore. I forgive you because I choose not to take anything personal. I know that what you do to me or others has nothing to do with me or others, has everything to do with you and the baggage that you're carrying. And then I think to have acceptance without forgiveness, that's, that's what leads to resent. I accepted this behavior from you without truly forgiving you I will never forget it because I haven't even taken the first step to forgive. We never forget feelings. I'm holding on to this. It's giving me an even stronger and stronger feeling, so I'm definitely never going to forget it. But I accept this. I'm accepting like a cheap form of acceptance, you know, not like acceptance from understanding, but accepting like, I'm willing to take these bruises, but it's gonna come up later that I took these bruises. Um, so I feel like having an acceptance without forgiveness, that's what leads to resent. 
And then to have neither is just a way of life, you know? Forgiveness is not something that we're taught, you know, really throughout our life. It's not like a running lesson that we keep having, like look both ways before you cross the street and wash your hands after the bathroom. But, um, and, and obviously it can get a lot harder. It can be a lot harder if you choose for it to be. But, you know, sometimes, yeah, we don't have forgiveness or acceptance. I think that we, we can reach for having both, but we don't always get that call. But I think that no matter what, we can always choose to at least forgive and seek forgiveness. We can do that. Here are some affirmations that have helped me with acceptance, forgiveness, and strengthening my intuition. I assume good intentions and ignorance. I assume good intentions and ignorance. My intuition grows stronger the more I follow its guidance. My intuition grows stronger the more I follow its guidance. I forgive others and myself easily and often. I forgive others and myself easily and often. I want you to fill me up and pack my bowl like Chipotle. I want to approve you before I choose you like Subway. Ask me all these questions. I want it all because all of it comes with it. Give me the banana peppers, jardinera, and even the olives. Just like my dad, I want the lettuce and the spinach. Hey, focus. I'm not finished. I'm not empty, but I need you to fill my needs. If I don't look forward to you like food, then please keep it moving for someone who's starving. I'm hungry, but have a taste. I've got time, but none to waste. I'm about to be 34. Make me question you and you're out the door. Shit's urgent. Either you got it or you don't. This isn't star search. I'm not into talent that's still emerging. Three stars, two chances, and one more minute too many that I gave you, and you still didn't win it. Fuck it. I'm too old. No, I'm too wise, too experienced for your I got beans, but no rice. You can't compete. A ghost on my page can't show up in real life. I'm steadily settling for a meal deal when all I want is that 12-inch. Survival to thrival mode, I'm done functioning like I'm in a pinch.